0: Sexual disappointment.
1: Hi, I'm Beck from Be Free Emotional Fitness Training, and I support women and girls to become emotionally stronger.
0: And I'm Vern from Move Forward Mentoring. And I specialise in male mentoring, helping boys and men find their passion. From their heart and build better relationships.
1: And together we are rekindling relationships. We work with couples through mentoring sessions as well as facilitating communication and creative workshops to build deeper connections.
0: Welcome to our podcast, designed to help you strengthen and bring more fun into your partnership as well as create a more loving, healthy, and strong connection. Hey everyone. Hi, everyone. And we're back again talking about sexual disappointment. Ouch. <laughs> that, that sounds painful.
1: Well, it does sound like a painful situation to be in.
0: To be sexually disappointed. So let's break that down. Mm. What does it actually mean and what can we do about it?
1: Mm-hmm. What does that look like in okay. the bedroom?
0: So sexual disappointment can be one-sided sex. One person is getting the sex they want and the other person is not getting what they want. I'm
1: not even sure they're getting the sex they want. They're getting sex. They're getting sex. Just because the other person might feel like it's their duty to do it, but they're not really interested in it.
0: It's probably disappointing sex for both of them. Oh, it would be. Because there's no life in that, is there? No. It's not fun. It's not engaging. It's, it's not, not spontaneous. interesting. It's not spontaneous. There's no, 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 no,
1: no. Just no. just no. It's just no. Don't do that. <laughs> Stop. So being disappointed, I don't like it. And, you know.
0: So <laughs> <laughs> disappointment can be. So there might be a mismatch in their sex drives, and we did a podcast on this.
1: Yeah, and that can be many factors. Like it could be that your partner's taking medication, like antidepressants or the pill. Both are notoriously bad for messing with your libido.
0: Now you've had you've been on
1: antidepressants before. and the pill and the in pill. the past. And what happened? I mean, this is my personal experience. Saying that other yeah. people may not have the same experience as me, but oh, I find that I was pretty much void of emotion. You're a bit neutral all it's the like time, flat. flat. So, so you're not just
0: excited, but you're also not the other way.
1: Mm, you're just meh.
0: So what does that mean? for <laughs> It's like white noise. So what does and, that mean? And the
1: pill was big. Actually, the pill massively affected my libido.
0: Wow. And mm. so, so in the bedroom, did that mean you just didn't get excited?
1: I mm, wasn't really interested no. much. No. Okay. Mm.
0: And a lot of people are taking some sort of prescription drugs, and even non-prescription drugs can do this too. you. Can just sort of flatten everything out a little bit. It's yeah. Not so as interesting. That
1: might be a factor that's happening for somebody who finds themselves in this situation. They're yeah. not really interested. Health problems, other health problems. Yeah, stress. Yeah. If, oh, if yeah, stress. If
0: you're stressed, it's very hard. And I know if I'm speaking as a man, stress can really affect uh, your libido, say, and it has affected my libido in the past, where if I'm really stressed, I can't actually be come into that space. You're all in your head. I'm all in my head. Mm. Um, I'm worried, I'm anxious, and so the stress means that I can't perform Mm. in that space. And maybe that's another thing. There's disappointment because of performance. Mm. So I'll speak as as a man on this. And, you know, erectile dysfunction or premature ejaculation, these things can happen because of prescriptions and health worries and stress and a whole lot of other things going on. Mm. And what it does, it means that for myself personally, if I was in that space and I couldn't actually perform to what I think I should be, Mm. then couldn't get an erection, couldn't please my partner, and then you feel bad and then it sort of snowballs. Mm. It gets worse and worse. So you're like, oh, you don't even want to step into that space, Mm. you know. And everyone's left disappointed because it's like, oh, man, I really want to enjoy this, but I feel like I need to do – these things. And sometimes you just have to actually just be okay with that. But you know what? And have a conversation and say, I'm sorry. I'm so stressed at work right now. I really want to be intimate. I can't really bring my best game into this space. And in that conversation, maybe then there's an opportunity to go, okay, well, we don't have to. Mm. We could actually just lie here and stroke each other and touch each other and enjoy that.
1: I think that's a really good conversation to have. I think the partner, no matter how secure they are, after a certain amount of time go, oh, is there something wrong with us? Mm. Like, is Something
0: wrong with me? Yeah. yeah Why are
1: they not wanting to be intimate with me? So I think that conversation is a really good one to have where say something like work is really stressful or this whatever it is is really stressing me out and i'm struggling a little bit to want to be intimate right now but i love you you know i think that's a a great conversation to have so that it just clears the air a bit Mm, people aren't sitting there feeling
0: like it's it's their fault that's the blame
1: creating more insecurity creating more
0: insecurity and yeah because when people get up in their head and then it becomes a conversation in their head about what's not happening Mm. in that space in that sexual performance, when we feel like we're lacking, then it really goes deep. It really is that affects our ego, affects who we are. There's a wounding in that, that we are not able to meet our partner and therefore we have left our partner disappointed and unfulfilled And we have to take that on board,
1: and that's a strong sense of responsibility that people that identify as men tend to have, don't they? That they feel like it's their duty or their job to make you happy in that way,
0: Mm. and to perform, to be ready and hard, ready to go at any time. It's
1: a lot of pressure.
0: It is a lot of pressure, and I think that pressure can actually go the other way. It can actually make men less likely to be able to have an erection because you're like so worried about it. How about for women?
1: Interesting. I I think women or people that identify as women sometimes fall into this pattern of feeling like it's a sense of duty to keep their man happy. Even if they're not in the mood or they don't really want to, they feel like it's a duty. (laughs)
0: Lie back and think of England.
1: And I think that's a really sad pattern that sometimes women get into where they feel like it's their duty. And I think I could find myself in that situation in the past where I felt like it was my job to service or please that person and to give, to be the giver. Yeah. And I remember one of the things you said to me was probably like the best thing you've ever said. I the think. best thing you've ever well, said. Well, one of the best things because it's got me out of that of that headspace of feeling like it was my job. To do what? <laughs>
0: no, I just I'm just looking at back and laughing because she's she's really struggling yeah. with this. Go and say it.
1: I remember one time you said to me, No, it's not your job to make me come. It's my choice if I do or not. Mm. Don't feel like that's your job. And when you said that, I was like, oh. There's like this relief of responsibility. Mm, there's no pressure anymore. Yeah. And yeah. from then I didn't feel like I had to be the giver, 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 giver all the time.
0: Yeah. And I think there is this. And that idea. was a real
1: switch in my head. Yeah. yeah.
0: And there is an idea in in sex is that we're chasing the orgasm, chasing the you know, both people come at the same time. Hooray. We you know or well, your partner's not is, happy
1: if they don't. Yeah, you know, oh my like you haven't fulfilled they, your Yeah,
0: they didn't come. Yeah. Oh my
1: goodness. I haven't done a good enough job. And mm. there is a lot of that. Self talk. I've been there.
0: Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, I've been there as well. Mm. If I can't satisfy you, I feel like I can't satisfy you and I can't make you come every time. I have to get out of my head and go, like, it's not about that. Mm. It's actually about us being intimate together. And one of the things I love in our relating is hitting the pause button. And this has really helped me as a man deal with coming too quickly is when I start getting really excited and I start getting too excited and I know when I'm getting too excited and it's point about, you know, that 60-70% before you hit the point of no return, where I'll say pause and we'll just stop whatever we're doing. And as long as I we stop whatever we're doing, I can breathe and I move my body a little bit and I sort of squ- scrunch my toes.
1: Move the energy around. And I move
0: the energy somewhere else. Mm. So I'm not going to come. And it then allows us to go for longer. But what it does, it allows me to start controlling when I come. I don't come every time straight away. And I don't want to come every time straight away. I want to be able to be in that space and enjoy your body and enjoy that for as long as possible. And that's probably a bit of a change in my mindset than in the past where I was just like, all right, I'm doing this. Oh, 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 too late. Okay, and it's gone. And then it's like, oh, I feel bad because this person next to me has sort of missed out because this hasn't lasted very long. Now I know it's like, I know what's going to happen now. I'm going to press pause. I'm going to say pause. We're going to stop. We're going to shift it around, do something out. Even if that means me getting out of bed, having a drink of water, it's just breathing coming back into my body means I have more control over when that happens and then I can step back into that space and we can keep on moving and that means what's happening is I'm slowly building my sexual energy but I'm also helping you build your sexual energy because rather than you you know not even being close to where I'm at that pause button allows you to get more excited and then get more excited and get more excited. We start being able to meet. So there's less of a disappointment in that you might go, oh, God, that only lasted two minutes. And I'm disappointed because I'm like, oh, I could have done better. So I have control over how long I last because I make that important.
1: And that's a really good technique and it's called edging, isn't it? Yeah. So if this is an area you find that you two want to work on, it's a great technique because it is that pausing and breathing that sexual energy around. And as you do that more and more, you can both go for longer, Mm. but also when you do reach the point of no return, the orgasms are really powerful, aren't they? Because you've edged yourself and there's more and more energy flowing around your body.
0: Mm. And I'll do that with you as well where Mm. I'll notice where you're at with your breathing and then I'll be like, okay, let's stop and breathe a little bit because they're holding our breath. Mm. In the past it was like... (gasps) Gonna come, gonna come. Don't just hold it. Get ready for it rather than just breathe. It's not about the destination. This no. is the journey of where we're at and then pause and you have to pause as well. And then you get to breathe that in. And that means for you, you can have bigger orgasms, better orgasms. It's more intimate. There's more connection.
1: And if you look up edging, it's having a conversation beforehand because you might not always want to get to that destination so it might be hey i just want to have a play around but not that destination right now
0: yeah yeah we might work our way up to it yeah yeah in rather a few than, days or exactly. in a day
1: or later on that night. Yeah. You know. And rather than
0: having a quickie and then it's over and done with, it'd be like, oh, let's it's just – building energy. Let's build it up mm. and then let's pause it because what happens – If you
1: haven't tried it, do it. It's oh, yeah, great. Oh, yes, great.
0: Because <laughs> what happens is we oh, – that means we're constantly, rather than there being this big release, and then there's sort of – when there's a big release, can there can be – there's connection, but there can be disconnection as well because you're mm. both just like satiated. Mm. When there's still that energy there – then you're constantly coming back into that space and playing with that energy and feeling a little bit more excited and, oh, okay, better pause. Mm. Take some time out.
1: Yeah, so if you find yourself in this situation again, as I keep banging on, have the conversation. Change it.
0: Yeah. And talk about maybe pausing. Let's try putting the pause button on. This is what I'm going to do. Mm. Okay, it's like a safe word.
1: And try and get yourself into a space where you're enjoying sex again.
0: And that could mean not taking any drugs, alcohol anything that's gonna numb you a little bit. So you're really present in that space. Meditation and sex work really well together because if you can meditate or if you can find a mindful practice, then that mindful practice that happens outside the bedroom, outside the intimate space, then transfers in because then in that space, you're, rather than being up in your head, and worried about, oh, this is going to happen, that's going to happen, oh, I'm going to please that person. you stilled I? your mind. You've stilled your mind and you mourn your breath. And you, when you mourn your breath, you're more connected to what's happening in your own body mm-hmm. but also what's happening in the other person's body.
1: Absolutely.
0: So join us for our next episode, which is about sexual disinterest.
1: Thanks for listening. Please subscribe and follow us.
0: And check out our website at rekindlingrelationships.com.
1: Bye for now. See ya.